Old Tannenbaum, Old Tannenbaum. Yes, I'm a little <laughs> bit early, but guess what? The red light is on, so you know what that means. It means we are live and we are back for another episode of the Wrestling Realm Now podcast. Now, we are one step away from the next step to the road to WrestleMania. But tonight, tonight we discuss the future and if that future maybe now so tonight we talk about who will lead the next generation nxt get it like the thing i did of <laughs> wwe as we take another step tiptoeing to the world rumble 2024 all that and more right after this let's get it houston we have a problem yes Welcome to the Wrestle Rub Now podcast, where we take a deeper dive into the world of professional wrestling. Now, you can watch all of our wrestling realm content anytime on youtube.com slash the wrestling realm. Follow us on all social media platforms, including Instagram, Threads, X, Facebook, at Wrestling Realm. Like, subscribe, and engage in a conversation with us. And you can download all of our audio content on Anchor, Stitcher, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Watch us and subscribe to our Twitch channel at the wrestling realm. I am your host, yours truly, the big man. Hey, yo, the realness himself, <laughs> the real Wayne Allen. He is your host, the belt king, Brandon, the guy, guy. He is your host, brother Hugh, A to A to the S, T to the A to the E, three to the R, to the D, has a third. We'll be joining us shortly. And he is the man, the heart and soul of what we do. Hollywood. Brian H. Waters mm-hmm. in the building. If you would like to advertise with the wrestling realm, because business is booming and you want to advertise your business, whether it's a sponsorship segment or partner up with the wrestling realm, please advertise with us. Advertise with the wrestling realm. Contact us at wrestling. <coughs> excuse, <coughs> excuse me. Oh, I'm at it again. Wrestling room at gmail.com. Please put in the subject matter advertising. We will reach out to you with our rates and see how we can develop a partnership with you. With that being said, if you want to support the Wrestling Realm and all Wrestling Realm merchandise, head over to WrestleRealm.com where you can get t-shirts, hoods, hoodies, mugs, and more. For those who may not be familiar with the Wrestling Realm, we are working hard to give you so much bonus content and material. So we have a Patreon channel. That's right. Patreon.com slash the wrestling underscore realm for all exclusive shows and bonus material. Brian, it's your thoughts writings blooper reels so much more to come we are working <clears throat> excuse me diligently to make sure that we are bringing you all type of exclusive and bonus material you can subscribe for just as low as a dollar so yes for our exclusive shows and bonus material head to our patreon and subscribe 
patreon.com slash the wrestling underscore realm now ladies and gentlemen this is the part of the show you ready bro you ready bro brother brandon you ready i'm ready i'm ready sir are you ready i am but first i tricked you <laughs> if you were looking for <laughs> live show sporting events and more head over to seeky.com where you can use promo code wrestling realm for any one-time purchase of 50 dollars or more that's right the wwe live holiday tour is should be underway sooner rather than later Randy Orton got added to the one here in baltimore there you go mm-hmm. and if you're going by yourself that's cool but if you're going with two people do yourself a favor save yourself 20 dollars off any purchase 50 dollars or more tickets cost quite a bit these days with inflation and uh changing economy but the wrestling room is here to do you <coughs> excuse me a favor use our promo code wrestling room all one word fall live events sporting events and so much more so seatgeek.com and guess what once you use your one-time purchase as brian will tell you just use another email and there you have it so seatgeek.com save yourself toy it out get 20 dollars off your holiday tour tickets using promo code wrestling room anytime one purchase 50 dollars or more now this is also the part ready see i, I swerved you before and i'm not talking to isaiah strickler you swear when you drive. You said Isaiah Strickler. I take it back. He fixed all <laughs> his name. <laughs> this is the part where we review the latest and greatest show, the latest thing to the brand, the wrestling realm, championship culture, hosted by the man, the belt king, the king of belt kings. So that's a new one. Brandon, the, the guy. So if you head over to youtube.com slash the wrestling room and look up our playlist championship culture, you can check out all the episodes of season one. Now, apparently they're working on season two. And last week we got a couple of spoilers. We had a couple of things that popped up, but Brandon, the guy guy, you made an announcement. January 16th will be the debut of season two of championship culture. And I can't wait. You want to tell the people about season two? So it's been a change and it's been a good change. Because of the amount of content for episode one, it is now formed into a mega episode. And we had a slight, yeah, it's going to be a slight change in the date to January 23rd. But because it's a mega show, wink, wink, that's all I'm going to say. It's still entitled Those Wrestling Girls, but there's been a change for the good. So instead of, it's just being delayed one week, but it's worth the wait. You know how if you wait, you know, you'll get more the more you wait the more you get i guess um so on 123 championship culture will be back and it's still called the wrestling girls and that's all i'm gonna tell you about that one but you know your head is making me very festive don't you don't you don't you believe so listen i, I think your head i think your head is is making me very festive sir first of all so, first of all if th- this is the thing about brother brandon ladies and gentlemen if you're not watching please head to your closest youtube channel <laughs> and please click the link to this video it's because what you're about to see is how gracious enough that brother brandon is such a giver um given a season two of championship culture he has uh graciously told us that season two will be pushed back a week originally it was january 16th it is officially now january 23rd is that the day before the rumble no the rumble no, is the, the, the 27th 27 i don't know it's why the, it's 24 but yeah, it's the tuesday before the rumble 
I can't I can't thank Brandon enough for giving us such gifts and him in such a festive mood inspired by my Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, brother Brandon but, decided to jump into the holidays as also, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this guy. So, as you can see from that wonderful graphic there, championship coach, you know, I'm going to take you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you back to some nostalgia. You know how when your favorite show was on holiday break and they always had like a Christmas special or like they did the holiday special? This is for one night only on this Tuesday coming up. There's going to be a special holiday episode. Mm. And if you see this, it's called Unwrapping Happiness. So with Brandon the Guy Guy, <laughs> if you're free on Tuesday, you know, mm-hmm. I want you to check out this. It's called Unwrapping Happiness, sir. Um, if you tune in, you might be able to see what we're going to be unwrapping and what this happiness will be. Because if you're missing it and you're not watching this, you will see a picture of the guy um, with a Dwayne, I'm sorry, the real Dwayne Allen um, Santa hat inspired. Oh, so, <laughs> you okay there? Ladies and you gentlemen. Okay? You okay? Well, you know, you all right? I'm over here dying, bro. We let first of all breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm just shocked at the next man. First of all, the picture itself threw me off. Brother Hugh and his graphics are, are just out of this world at this point. He's taking things to a different level. But apparently, we're getting almost a, I guess this is a bonus episode of Championship Culture. Christmas has come early, and they have given us the gifts of gifts. <laughs> Championship culture is a special <laughs> bonus holiday episode called Unwrapping Happiness. Yo, you just made me happy, especially. <laughs> Especially with the look and that Santa Claus that please, if you have not seen this photo, you need to see this this graphic for championship culture's bonus. I guess it's a special episode, special holiday preview episode called Unwrapping Happiness. I'm assuming belts are going to be unwrapped. And guess what? Because unwrapping belts makes me happy. That's just my assumption. But I will be tuned in. You say say, what's the date? Tuesday. This Tuesday coming up. It's gonna be a special this Tuesday, a special holiday edition of championship culture. And I will tell you this: if you tune in, you will not be disappointed. Wow! And that's all I'm going to say about that because you know every belt has a story. The only thing we're missing right now is Mar- 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 Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is Is You," and and just this whole festive holiday stream of goodness gracious. Hold on, I got to see that again. I'm sorry, I got to put some <laughs> this, this is this is too much, bro. Hold on. <laughs> Shout out to Brother Hugh uh, oh entering the building. Usually, usually we cue your Dolph Ziggler theme music. But uh, man, did you see? Just listen to me. <laughs> this is this is by far the level of creativity that Wrestling Room stands for. <laughs> there it is. Oh you my guys, god! You guys, I left at this graphic for like for like two days, bro. I left at this graphic. <laughs> Bro, Christmas has come early from the restaurant. Ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome. The good folks at Championship Culture, Brother Hugh, Brandon the Guy Guy, are giving us a bonus holiday episode called Unwrapping Happiness this Tuesday at 8 p.m., correct? Yes, sir. 8 p.m. You know, the same time the Championship Culture normally broadcasts, there's a special wow, special episode this afternoon. So it sounds like it's, it's, it's living up to the hype. Oh, there's my mom in the chat said she loves this. Hey. <laughs> so, hey, mom. Oh my gosh. So oh my gosh. tune in this Tuesday. <laughs> we shall see. Um, I don't know how Hugh, you wanna, Hugh, Hugh, do you want to tell them anything else about it? Or you think that is that enough to get them interested? Did I forget it? Don't give them a little appetizer. That's all that's all that's all they need. That's all they need, bro. That's all they need. Okay. 
Yeah, I need nothing else. That's all he did. Just a little that listen, that made my day. Um Wow, Christmas has come early. Look at this. The wrestling realm already has a holiday present. It's too much, bro. I just he's still laughing. I gotta I gotta move on with the show. Um Yes, championship culture, youtube.com slash the wrestling room uh, playlist championship culture. Please check it out. <laughs> if you've not seen season one, um, before we get with a season two, we get a special holiday episode. So uh shout out to you, brother Brandon. Shout out to you, brother Hugh. That's gonna be great. I can't wait. And uh, especially with this. I'm sorry. I, I hope the Wayne is free on Tuesday. I gotta I just on one Tuesday. more time. I'm sorry. I just got to this. Smile. Oh my gosh, bro! Why do I feel like this is an AI photo? Like you guys talk about, right? Like this artificial intelligence. They say, imagine Brother Brandon the Bell King with a smiling with Santa Claus hat. Send it. Your mother says, send it to her. That's an order. That's going to be your guys' Christmas card. It's going to be happy. She's going to make it her thing when I call her. It's going to be my photo when I call her. Yep. Send it to mom. She needs it. Uh, mm-hmm. That was great. That's a great way to start off the show. Like I said, uh, championship culture. This Tuesday special holiday episode. It's it's an early Christmas present for me, and I'm sure everybody else can kick out of it too. That first of all, that graphic that really huge. I did that. The, the graphic that he put together was already <laughs> gifted itself. <laughs> oh man! So can you imagine if he had that, to wait a week to show that, or if he had to wait one more day? I think, I think was, he would leak it. He would leak it. It was almost he, as funny as remember those pictures that was coming out for. Um, NXT WrestleMania, and they had all those random pictures up that was like, oh, this Tuesday or NXT when they went against AEW. That's how oh, I yeah. felt with that picture. I was like, every time I looked at it, I said, you can't help but to laugh at this. Because this thing Man, is look. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you still laugh. <laughs> Bro, I, can't. I gotta add a little laugh track. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Brandon. Go you you gotta keep going. You're going to keep going back to that picture, aren't you? Man, I can't help you. <laughs> oh, okay. Mission accomplished here. Early shenanigans. Um, Where did he go? I don't know. What the heck? I don't He's know probably what laughing. He probably had to cut off. He, he laughed so hard that his computer cut off. But today, um, brothers, like I said, we, we are here to uh, take another step closer to the road of WrestleMania. But we're not, we're not quite there yet. We have a few more steps to go. And mm-hmm. the biggest and most crucial step before Elimination Chamber, before anything else, is the coveted Royal Rumble. This is tradition. This is everything. And this is not quite our Royal Rumble preview show. We got a little bit of time, just a little bit more time. But today, we are going to talk about the future of the WWE, because I think the future of the WWE will play a major part in this year's Royal Rumble. So that's why we're setting the table this way as we dive into who will lead this next generation this mm-hmm. next version of what WWE is. And we're going to start by reviewing NXT deadline. Um, I never thought I'd see the day where NXT will be back in big arenas like takeovers and they're standing on their own two feet and people are going out of their way to be a part of it. And NXT deadline is the perfect place for us to start as we begin this show. But that is the main event of tonight's show. But of course, we have to start every show with the bell ringing in our coveted segment, gentlemen. What did you watch sponsored by nobody just yet? But if you would like to hit us up, advertise with the restaurant at gmail.com. What did you watch? Uh-oh. Brian H. Brother Brandon, a lot going on this week. And like mm-hmm. I said, we're going to spend the majority of today talking about uh, 
the future of the WWE and how good uh, NXT deadline was and where it stands and, and how it plays its part going into the future as we step into the Royal Rumble. But what else did you brothers get into this week? And if you're watching the show or you're in the chat, put in the chat, what did you watch this week as well? Um, Let's see. Right now I got on No Mercy 2001. Uh, last week I was watching Unforgiven 2001. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to go to the next show. It's, um, you know, we're in the thick of the, actually, we we're kind of winding down this whole WWF versus WCW ECW alliance. Uh, but it's actually two of Brother Hughes' favorites, that being Test and Kane on my screen right now. But y'all may remember the main event was RVD versus Stone Cold versus Kurt Angle. And this is that, you know, nothing's new under the sun. This is where they was introducing um, RVD to that main event scene. So um, that's what I've been watching. Of course, I uh, kind of went back down another Von Eric rabbit hole. So, you know, kind of people yeah, some more stuff. Hmm? Still there. Yeah. AEW disappointed me tonight. They built this thing. It was you my favorite. It was the thing I was looking forward to the most. I wanted to see Kevin Von Eric. I just wanted to see him come out, get the big Dallas pop. And I didn't get it. Oh, wow. Like, bro. Well, that's disappointing. Like, Y'all just did a backstage segment where y'all said, okay, Marshall and um, the other one, his name escapes me. Y'all going to be on uh, Rampage. Y'all in Dallas. Do, do they not realize like they were rock stars, man? But yeah. <laughs> yeah Anybody talk I, more finally with Devon Erickson, Stone Cold Steve Austin? That's Michael Hayes. <laughs> There you go. That's, but, that's a good you, one. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 but Hayes also comes from the, yeah, but if it wasn't for us, we they wouldn't have been there. He still got that ego a little bit. But so, yeah, definitely Stone Cold. But Stone Cold, you know, he grew up in world class. Well, watching mm -hmm. world class, you know, he always talks about him, um, Gino Hernandez, and then, you know, gentleman Chris Adams. It, mm -hmm. It's um actually, so I think I did about, I think I did five, six audio books this year. But one of them was the Stone Cold Truth. Okay. And it's a phenomenal book. It's real, like a three-hour read. It's very short or listen. Um, but he talks about all of that, you know, and talk about. I didn't realize his mother and Dusty Rose went to high school together. Oh wow! I, I would yeah. never know. That's new. <laughs> exactly. So That's it's um, yeah. Bet, bet so you talking about wrestling in their blood for real? Huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> like <laughs> that's a better way to say that. Yeah, him and his mother and Dusty Rose. Dusty Rose, you know. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I watched, you know. What about you, brother Brandon? What did you get into this week, sir? I went back down, not too far memory lane, and it's the reason I did it. But I don't want to tell why because I was trying to figure out when did NXT become so good, and what I realized <laughs> it was like, and this is was crazy. Remember, we got hit with the paint splatter, mm -hmm. and it was just NXT so much at one time. I, I remember yeah. that. And then it was like all of a sudden we all start talking about oh that was a good match oh that was a good match oh that was good y'all know I was an Illinois fan but I was like what else did I miss but I was like I just went down the NXT rabbit hole where I was went back and relived and it said that he's not wrestling right now um, Wesley and his mm -hmm. North American reign and then I watched a lot of Illinois and Burn Corbin the first time Illinois and Trick. Mm -hmm. You know, to see, okay, what are we? Are they going to do something different this time? Because now that we have that, I was like, ooh, let me go back and watch this to see what can they do. Because every time you have an alien off match, it's different, but it's still unique. Sure. And mm -hmm. this man, I don't want to say he keeps evolving. I think that's when this leads no, to is. the show. 
he has a bright future, but I'm nervous about on a grander stage. Fair. And I hope that doesn't like come off the wrong way because look what he did with him and Walter. Mm-hmm. Then look what he's done with everybody he's been working with in NXT. It's like, I hope we don't lose that translation on SmackDown sure. or Raw if they call him over. So it was kind of like, and then just seeing the evolution of Braun Breaker, him and his Champa match, you could tell Champa was trying to put him over, but mm-hmm. it wasn't Braun Breaker. They didn't know what they had trying to figure mm-hmm. him out. And now seeing him at Deadline, and I'll get to it later, it was like a whole totally different person. So sure. it was nostalgia as in like recent nostalgia, or what was uh, Michael Cole say, vintage, um, this person, but it was like, <laughs> you know, in the in the sense of wrestling, it was like yesterday. So we're now time that. So that's the thing. So when we get to deadline, I'll expand on that more because I was just kind of doing a well, let me see how do we get here? Sure. <laughs> right. Why is this good? Yeah, yeah, and I find I, out. And think about it, when was the moment that you realized NXT black, white, and gold was good? It's a sure. lot of moments sprinkled in. It wasn't like one distinct show. It kind of was that's like the LA night effect. It was black, white, and gold. Oh yeah, because Miss had that conversation <laughs> earlier. And I was like, so do we call black? And she's like, you can't call black and gold. It's disrespectful to the people. I said, so do we call black and yellow? And then Justin starts singing a black and yellow song. I was like, no, nah, I can't deal no, with I that. Can't do that. <laughs> that's Khalifa <laughs> and the Steelers and mm-hmm. all, yep. all yep. of them. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna stick to black, white, and gold because we got three different. I like that. Yeah, because that remember that's that was the logo that was revealed when HBK said, you know, we, we understand <laughs> it in 2.0 was a little bit much, and we understand that the original NXT was what people love, but we can't go back to that. So we're gonna try to mix the two, and that's kind of what we got. Yeah. And it was a good mix, but it was so many moments that you're like, when and I've and I've equated, I mean I added I basically the Carmelo effect. We like, I mean, I call LA Knight. When did this happen? But we just liked him, and that's what it felt like with the black, white, and gold, like, oh, I don't know. It just got good all of a sudden. Like when they changed the colors. <laughs> is that one? When yeah, because it, it was getting good right before. It was like it was it, yeah. if I it seemed like it was maybe literally maybe a couple episodes before. It was like, wait, this ain't that bad. And then it was like they changed the colors and it just solidified that we wasn't being tricked. Okay, that it was a, it's real. Like, mm-hmm. no, this is really the next evolution, which yeah, made sense. Mandy Rose apart. Yeah, she she was still there, right? Yeah, she was part yeah. of the transition the to the new. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I knew she had the color belt, but because they didn't change the belt, that also didn't like right, like okay, whether or not this person was black and gold or color. Or she know. yeah, but remember yeah. she don't want to unify the belts. Yeah, the UK one, and, and then they made Miko Sada more sense. You know that too. But yeah. I'm going to say this. It's crazy because the commentator said, yeah. you know, Carbello is the only person to hold all of the singles titles. And I was like, oh, shoot, he is. He's the only one to hold the Cruiserweight, too, technically, because he unified mm-hmm. he mur- Yeah. I was like, okay. And that's why he's in the United States tournament. I think they're about to tell a story. See, I'm telling you, cool. that's 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 the lead off into tonight's show. That's a little hint. So people are watching and you're listening to, as we talk about what we watch this week, please Pay attention to the hints that are being dropped. Mm-hmm. Brother Hugh, what and did you I'm, get into this? And week, I'm sir? saying stuff about belts for a reason, but we're going to keep that alone right here. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> do we, need to put up the do we need to put up the Christmas photo again? <laughs> Shut up. Do I, need to, do I need to put it up? Yeah, bring it up. Bring it up. One more time. One more time. 
Oh. Uh, oh, wait, break it up. Oh. Hold on, here we go. One more time. Oh boy. No, I'm having too much fun with this. If I do this, would bring so much joy. Oh man, talk about Christmas, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, how can you look at that? That's just that's top five. If I could nominate uh, you, brother, you for any type of graphics award, this this would be the nomination I would choose. <laughs> But yes, <clears throat> excuse me. We got to we got to keep going because we'll be laughing at that thing all night. I'm gonna save that, and that's going in the group text. So every time he says something, I'm just gonna post that. <laughs> that's gonna be your response instead of the. No, no doubt. That's gonna be that from now on, right, <laughs> brother? Hugh, what did what did you watch this week, sir? I what actually caught up on NXT. I missed... Okay, so you, so you're on the same wave as, uh, as brother Brandon. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I uh, I missed Deadline, but um, and I missed. The last uh, NXT show, so I caught up on those. Um, literally, right before the show, and man, they deliver always. They always deliver. This, uh, hey, it's a reason the best show in wrestling right now. The talent is on point. Like, there's no mm-hmm. links in that in that whole show. And whatever show you, you're dealing with, I don't care if it's a regular show on a Tuesday night. I don't care if it's a PLE. They always deliver. There's no weak spots. No weak at all. Even the breakout it's, it's just very enjoyable to watch as opposed to oh my the god the breakout tournament why i can't yeah. wow that's all i'm gonna say it's just so many it's wildly good they're good matches they're not all right if it's a botch it's not a big deal like oh should they miss the spot but they make up for it mm-hmm. i don't know are they hungry are they just different are they got better producers or what i can't tell you what it is it's just good hbk there you go hb shizzle that's it that's it. You, yeah. big softy you, you usually a sign for me that that a, that a show is a <laughs> that a show is really turn the corners if I if I can get to the old show, right? Um, I, I remember uh, you know, Brandon said you were going back trying to watch. Like, well, at what point did I say this is this is when it to get good? And I don't remember the exact moment in detail, but I do remember when it happened. I was realizing I turned it on to watch one thing, and I find myself watching the entire show, and I was like. Oh wow! This I felt like I couldn't change the channel, and uh, that's kind of what um, for me determines what makes a uh, a good show overall. I think AEW struggles with that, and TNA did back in the day too. Like it was things about it that I liked, but it's like I could never get through a whole show. NXT has mm-hmm. kind of gotten to that point, but now that we ask this question real this yes, sir. go ahead. If we had this version of NXT and AEW was just launching. Do we see the shift in it, or do we see AEW still flourish? I think we see AEW flourish regardless, because just the uh, the amount of the influx of talent. You know what I mean? Um, one thing AEW has given us is, is they've given us household names in the world of the professional wrestling that people kind of um, take seriously. You know, okay. and I think that was just going to happen regardless. I think people wouldn't have probably jumped on a bandwagon as fast because a lot of people did and then a lot of people went back it's because nxt was like was the place everybody went when they were tired of the main roster they're like you know what i don't like what vince is doing i like nxt because nxt was like wwe's indie you know what i mean so mm-hmm. even, even someone like people that fell into your category brother brad was like i'm not feeling this main roster stuff but i'll actually watch nxt because you get new talent you get good stories you get great great matches and you get to see people get time and develop so on and so forth right and we kind of lost that when all the familiar faces went to the main roster and they had to hit the complete reset button because there were no more 
uh, NXT could no longer be built around <laughs> global superstars and free agents. They were like, no, we got to really start building around our young talent, but we got to find a way to make them just as popular as what NXT was prior to that. So, hey, yo, mm-hmm. <laughs> real quick in the basketball world, I got to talk about this because, you know, I mean, we got Draymond Green suspended and definitely for giving out headlocks and uh, Razor Ramon smacks. But, um, wow. <laughs> the pace, Giannis dropped. 64 points tonight on the Pacers. So everybody know we have a historic game. What do you do? You get the game ball, right? The Pacers took the ball back to their locker room. That's just that not- crazy. <laughs> it's like, bro. Gian- Giannis has 64 and they won't give him the game ball. <laughs> petty. That's big petty. <laughs> they still mad because they didn't get that check. LeBron was playing like... uh Somebody said he was playing like Zori wasn't going to eat next week. Wow. Oh, that's wow. a little intense. Because yeah, they, <laughs> they, <laughs> they like LeBron, a millionaire, but he out there balling like Zori ain't going to eat next week. He yeah, did he it for the youngest. Mm-hmm. He had to do something, especially if he wasn't going to, uh, not going to win anything in like NBA championship anytime oh, soon. See, there you go. You just had to go there, man. Yo, yeah, you can like both, yep, bro. Yep. You, yep, you can I like did. you. You can like both. You can like Jordan and LeBron. It's okay. I like all three of. I got. Them. I got no beef with LeBron. He just. He just. He's a disappointment to me as far as the Lakers organization is concerned. There's no disrespect. He won to LeBron. a championship. LeBron. Yeah, that was that was two years ago. But you know, if you're part of Laker Nation, it's what have you done for me lately? That's not always. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been three years. The the statutes of limitations to how long you can celebrate a previous championship is starting to run mm-hmm. out. After year three, you go into year four, Brian. That you know, like all right, man. Well, somebody, I, I, gra- uh, somebody graduated high school time, at this you, point. You take three. I, I got you. I got you. That's just me, though. You know, there's. I no just. I get. I had low expectations. I just wanted one. That's the. <laughs> so I'm good. You know. I'm Fair cool enough. Yeah, me, we tied the Celtics. <laughs> so I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know who didn't tie the Celtics? The ratings for NXT <laughs> deadline. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice segue. <laughs> so, oh wow, the comments are insane. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh man. Armageddon 2004. What was that main event? I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Brandon, she's usually on top of these type of things. You, you're like, right, you man, I'm gonna tell you, that's his spirit animal. He loves Kane just like you. You, <laughs> I, I know this. You like all tall wrestlers. You like Kane. You like Test. Like, what's going on, buddy? You yeah, know, before you got here, I was watching Kane versus Test, but now it's Stacey Keebler versus Tori Wilson. I like that too. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks to Brian H. I, I go down. I go down the uh, the two thousands um, rabbit hole of professional wrestling because it's I forget about Fire it so Fikashi, much. You good? I'm telling you, like it's it's you, you'd be surprised how good some of that stuff was. You're like, man, it, you know, maybe you know overall, you know, at the time we you know wasn't mm-hmm. great, but you you watch you go, oh, I remember all this is really really good. And it's mm-hmm. like I love Early. I love I love going back and watching like where I was as a wrestling fan for each era. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's fun, and I really enjoyed. It. I also went down a rabbit hole of all the CM Punk stuff because YouTube was rolling them all out. Yeah, uh, I did that last week. YouTube was rolling out all the old CM Punk footage. But today, speaking of CM Punk, Brandon, Brandon too. Peacock is though the you Peacock the Peacock hit the unlock button, and YouTube started uploading stuff and thousands and thousands of views. Like WWE cooking this week on YouTube. CM Punk is a money maker. Now, people just had to get over it. Like. CM Punk, I'll say this as a million dollars worth of merchandise, right? Listen, listen to me, man. That that dude, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, he deserves. Uh, and we've we've I've made this comment before, but it's just relevant now because he's actually on the big stage again. It's like he deserves to celebrate this part of his career, is because 
he shattered the glass ceiling for the for the indie superstar. Mm-hmm. He was the first mm-hmm. one that took all those bumps and those bruises, and he pushed his way and he broke that glass ceiling. And he proved that the independent superstar could be main event players and money makers for the WWE. We got Daniel Bryan after, like Daniel Bryan was the next one that came after him that fought, you know, another pioneer. And so, so guys like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, you know what I mean? And, and now the, the Johnny Gargano's and, you know, that, that whole generation of NXT is able to thrive because of CM Punk, even, even Seth Rollins and all those guys, Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose, you know what I mean? Roman was, you know, he comes from wrestling royalty, you know what I mean? But he, he, he was the archetype. He shattered those mm-hmm. glass ceilings and now they like, and he's a moneymaker and he's making money the right way. He's not making money through controversy, but it's like, yo, He's just drawing. He's the top guy again. He chooses the the hard way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you really think about it. Mm-hmm. The guy who he was, he was, you know, the last person who on the card. This his name is against Chris Benoit. They he he was kind of like Benoit shattered one ceiling, sort of, but he couldn't break through as a mega star. He was sure. a Tim Duncan, but he still got to the main event. He was a top guy. I remember personally being excited that he was going to be on ECW with the opportunity to take it to another. Oh level. yeah, I, me too, bro. I, th- I thought and, that. Was, it, uh, yeah, it, it was it was perfect for him because you're like, all right, he ain't gonna do much more SmackDown or Raw, but this right here, and then you was gonna have him it's and different. CM Punk going at it, yeah, and it would have be been different. Yeah, if you would have had literally somebody who was I don't want to say territory based because the territories were gone, but somebody who hit the Japan circuit and uh, that. You know, like ECW, WCW circuit versus the independent superstar, and it was going to be a merger of two worlds, but worlds that wasn't supposed to succeed, but found a way. Sure. Um, but then, like, even if you go and like look at that promo he did on Raw, you know, and even Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins was a perfect person in that, that spot. You know, let alone just the heat they have with each other. It was one of those things where I put my phone down and I said, I don't want to hear nobody call me. I made sure the kids were straight. I had to pause it. I was like, all right, y'all good. Go to bed. Stop moving around. What up, Drew? Because up, I Drew? watched it uninterrupted. I turned off. I didn't click on no social media tab. I watched it uninterrupted because it was, I was like, that's the promo y'all been wanting. Y'all wanted CM Punk. Y'all ain't like Happy Punk when he came back. That was the promo on SmackDown. And then Seth Rollins and them two going back and forth when he said, don't you ever call this home. I felt it. But you know, yeah. I went back and watched the Cody Rhodes promo. He's like, "You left for six years, think you'd come back?" I was like, <laughs> "Steph be having the heated promos that I feel like are grounded in reality." He's so good that at what he does. That stuff, man. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it, that's the truth, though. It really is. It's, a re- <clears throat> it's the reason why I will always say he's like the Macho Man, um, because you you look at a lot of secondary stars, right, in WWE. When there's opportunities where it's like when you had the WWE Championship and then you had the World Heavyweight Championship, but at the time when the World Heavyweight Championship wouldn't have been able to really carry the show, like like say summer 2011, right? Mm-hmm. You wasn't going to trust WWE in the hands of Christian. He was a top heel, but you wasn't going to trust the, the the company in his hands if John Cena got hurt. You feel sure. me? Sure, he's no he's no AJ Styles now. No AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Same with Edge. You know, yeah, Eddie's the top guy, like but <laughs> you know, but Seth Rollins isn't that way. Like right. Macho Man still would have been a star 
and been able to be fine if there was no Hogan. Seth Rollins is the same way if there's no Roman. He could still be that top guy. It's just on the same time. <laughs> it's just like, unfortunately, you came up in the same era, which is good, but it's not, you know. So that's the only thing, but man. Uh, boy, also, boy. Two, two of the best dressed superstars of all time, Macho Man and Seth Rollins. Yeah. Yeah, that, that? that's true. I want that Seth Rollins suit. Yeah, because because Michael Jackson, uh, Macho Man yeah. was on uh, Arsenio Hall on, on more than one occasion. Stealing and profiling all over the audience in your whole show. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is a lot of people. Boom, yeah. Mm-hmm. You say a lot of people what? Nothing. <laughs> I said people that sound like Macho Man. Oh yeah. Brian Nature's cracking jokes. Who said like Macho Man, Brian Nature? Oh yeah. Yes. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> like Macho Man. Tell us. Oh, no, Steph, tell us Hollywood. Jim. Tell us Rome, Hollywood. Rome after dark. Okay, guess what? Oh, yeah. Ah, ah. Roman does work, man. Cave Sports. He's home creating TikToks. He did all the work. You know, I was looking at some of his pandemic stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like, man, Roman was out here cooking in the, in the Thunderdome. He he worked. He ain't cooking down though. He chilling right now. Hey, guys, leave in the just lab. leave Roman alone. Today we are here to talk about the new <laughs> Roman, who is going to be up next. And I Obi cleverly put, I cl- I cleverly yep. put NXT in the ad. Uh, <laughs> NXT Deadline was one of those pay per views that, uh, to me, it, it was. Um, I don't know how to. I don't. It was like it was a defining moment for the brand. You know what I mean? Mm. And um, it brings a lot of questions and. This is what we're here to discuss tonight, and I'm glad uh-huh. everybody who has joined us because they want to have this discussion too. Uh huh. We know where the, the WWE's loaded right now, right? Yep. But we're also loaded on every level. So you say you got your main roster, you have a development roster. They're killing it down there, their level. You yet you have an influx of new talent to the main roster that are killing it. They're giving a little, a little bit of time, small roles, right? Mm-hmm. And they're making the most mm-hmm. of it. Some, some, not all. Um, Maxine Dupree got some work to do, Mama. Um, <laughs> but th- there's a handful, m- majority of are, are, are meshing well, and this is the best we've seen it incorporated since um, since its inception, since NXT became uh, almost what we consider a third brand today. So th- there's so much to talk about NXT deadline. Um, we don't have a whole lot of time to get into it. It's because we have to get into some very uh, specific conversations. But did anybody want to make any extra comments about specifically about NXT deadline and uh, the show that uh, NXT put on? And those who are in the comments, please give us your opinions on NXT deadline and what you thought about it. Give us your favorite matches, uh, overall show, whatever you want to do. And we'll highlight you here on the show. Man, but fellas, any, any, yeah, go ahead. About this. Have you noticed that since we went away from takeaway it feels a little different you mean take over now i like take away though <laughs> <laughs> because it seems like now and it makes me pay attention like we grew up watching no mercy sure. we know that was a b-level pay-per-view but now we got deadline stand and deliver um <laughs> you know what i mean like it's like it gives it a different feel and even with the um what was the one the great american bash being part of it what do you say? What's the new cover? This team's not asking another opportunity. Show that graphic. Show that graphic. Show the graphic. Hey, Drew, check this out. 
Drew, guess what? We get we're getting a live unboxing within those boxes. We have a special holiday episode coming up. You didn't know. <laughs> Take a look at this. <laughs> this Tuesday, 8 p.m. Cha- mm-hmm. a special holiday episode of Championship Calls. That's just for you, uh, brother Drew. <laughs> so if you listen to us, unwrapping happiness, as you can see. You see that hat? <laughs> special holiday episode, championship calls. So, so go ahead. That was back to the NXT. Mm-hmm. And it's it's almost like oh, main God. roster PLEs, where it's I didn't did y'all realize that we didn't have a tag team match and the tag team champions were nowhere to be seen, but they weren't missed either. Did not realize that, but yes. The women's champion only made an appearance after the match. Like mm-hmm. it feels that good of a PLE. And I'm like to me, if Deadline's <laughs> gonna be what they have. <laughs> I'm rapping mother father and unhappy mother father and happiness. I can hear his, his voice. Best as he says I was gonna say I read that in his voice. Right, he said, yeah, um, you too. <laughs> and we're gonna have these Iron Man and Iron Woman matches. Um Survivor. Survivor Iron I, words, <laughs> it was a lot of words. If we Drew it stop it. Uh, <laughs> uh, if we're gonna have these at deadline every year, I will look forward to deadline. I feel like I look forward to a deadline as a do we start saying what are the big four pay-per-views for NXT at this point? Or mm. are we going to say what are the major ones? Because you got Standing and Deliver, um, Great American Bash. They did Halloween Havoc as a TV special, right? Yeah, two parts. Two-week yep. TV Yeah, special. Battleground. That used to be a PLE for WWE. But I'm just saying, mm-hmm. what are now going to be their signatures? Because Signature, yeah. Honestly, I would love to see if they're going to do something like that every year, kind of like how War Games has become now part of Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. If this is going to become part of their mm-hmm. lot, I'm here for it because those two matches outshine the rest of the card. In my opinion. No doubt. Those two. And I, there I said, I feel like the men had to turn it up because the women did such a good job. The men look like, it was like, oh man, we can't be outshined. Yeah. Because them women, oh my gosh, they all look like main roster, main event talent that said, we are here. Mm-hmm. And besides the fact we already talked about Tiffany Stratton already looked like she's a superstar, she didn't overshadow the other women. They all look like they were a big deal. That was a thing, yeah. Oh. <gasps> no doubt. And I, I hate to say this, and I, the way this might be one of your Oh, Last Legend might be the answer for Jay Cargill. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, when you say now, yeah, yeah. Now, now, what do you mean by that? When you say <laughs> that Last Legend may be the answer for Jade Cargill. So if you notice how they're portraying her, I hope they break her away from this metaphor and let her be herself because... I just remember the commentary saying how dominant she is. They put in a position of power. They let her be a, I don't want to compare her to Bianca Belair because for obvious reasons, but I'm saying like a powerhouse woman that can be there, that could be a tag team partner for Jade or competition for Jade or somebody that we could say we have a Charlotte and Becky level feud, a Bailey and Becky level feud brewing and knowing where to start. Because right now, Raquel, and Jade wouldn't be a good match. We all know, I'm going to say this, I don't want to see Bianca and Jade. I'd rather see them tag team to bring some prestige to the belts because imagine them two women with the tag belts, with their mm-hmm. superstar power, they would sell a thousand of those belts just because those two women had it. Fact. They would 
they would be like, well, when did we get to see them two women? Black girl wrestling? magic all over the championship. Yes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm just saying, Lash might be an answer for that, but I'm gonna just keep that comment. But other than that, I I think those two matches, Shawn Michaels and he did something special with those matches. Uh, NXT Deadline was one of those shows that kind of um, there's a there seems to be like this overarching purpose to these things now. They're not just like I said, McMahon to me had a very carny approach, old school promoter. Let's put on the best show and then we'll figure it out later. Mm-hmm. Versus Triple H has a different approach, and I see that Shawn Michaels is kind of following mm-hmm. in this kind of format where everything on the show leads to the next thing. And it's something that Bruce Preacher just always mm-hmm. talked about where people pitch these ideas he's always saying okay now then what you know what i mean not this hot shot indie booking because like they're always thinking three four five six months down the line when it comes to these type of stories and i think nxt deadline did that just well um so yeah let's move on to our famous segment good for business bad for business and of course today's good for business bad for business is it's NXT themed. It's because today we're talking about the future of the WWE. We're trying to figure out who's going to lead this generation into the future of what WWE is supposed to be. And there's a particular thing that's going on um, in NXT. I feel like they're they're setting us up for something. And before we can answer the question of, well, what's next? Who's the top dog? Who's going to be the next big thing? We have, I feel like we got to get through this first before we can really even answer that. Mm. Good for business, bad for business. So sponsored by nobody just yet. But if you want to sponsor good for business, bad for business, please reach out to us at wrestlingrealm at gmail.com with the subject title, advertise. Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams. Is Carmelo Hayes versus Trick Williams this feud that's kind of pending? Is it good for business, bad for business? I asked this is because somebody said, I don't I don't want this feud. I saw it on, on Twitter earlier. I said it was like I I, <laughs> I don't like skip over it. I don't need it. Because we all thought, and this is the deception that's the triple H and Shawn Michaels does is when they split up, we said, mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That's how you split up a team without having somebody to turn on the next one. And I thought it was done. I said, Good, brothers don't gotta mm-hmm. fight. And as the weeks progressed, all of a sudden, Carmelo Hayes had a couple of disappointments and Trick Williams was trying to make a name for himself. And it looked like, you know, one 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 became the big bro, one became the little bro. And maybe those roles maybe might have reversed a little bit. It, sometimes it's hard to give up that spotlight. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a few things, we got some issues. Trick Williams was coming up and it seems like Carmelo Hayes was trying to put his success on a back burner. Carmelo Hayes failed. And now Trick Williams once again comes up again and he's attacked. Lexus King is 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 uh accused. There's some footage. A match ensues. Lexus King makes it very clear it was not him. <laughs> thanks for the payday. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the PLE exposure. Appreciate it. Yeah, that was hilarious. <clears throat> Genius. Basically. They have been teasing Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you can't convince me that Carmelo Hayes didn't do it. But the question is, and this is our segment, this is our good for business, bad for, bad for business segment this week is, is Trick is the is Trick Williams versus Carmelo Hayes going to be one of those defining beasts that kind of sets the tone for NXT going into the future? Like like we we had Sammy and Kevin, mm-hmm. 
We had Johnny. We had Tommaso. You know what I mean? Ooh. We had Bailey. We had Sasha. Ooh. Right. Is Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams, what NXT needs right now for their brand? Because, like I said, Triple H, Shawn Michaels is running NXT. If anybody knows about betrayals, we still talk about the barbershop segment to this day. We talk about the barbershop segment more than we do Shawn Michaels' early part of his singles career and, and all of Marty Gennetti's single career. We talk about that's the defining moment for them as a tag team. Mm-hmm. We don't hear about how the great match they had. The, the wrestling diehards and historians always do. Don't we hear them? But like the casual fan talks about, oh, I remember Shawn Michaels, the barbershop segment. That's all we talk about. Like CM Punk's pipe bomb. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it was monumental. That man is running, is running NXT now, and he's setting up this feud. Is it good for business, bad for business? Gentlemen, who wants to take the lead on this one? Because I want to hear people's opinions. All right. I'll take it. It's great and, and for business. Great for business. All right. Tell you us why. Said, why like, Williams versus Carmelo Hayes, great for business. Well, here's the thing. You need that feud for TV that's going to make you tune in. And this right here has everybody saying, okay, I got to see this. and solve this puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 but they're doing such a great job because they're hitting us with the NXT anonymous account on social media, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do it. I ain't want to, but I'm gonna have to. Go ahead. Over across the street and down around down the corner, they got a thing going on. Who's the devil? Mm-hmm. Nobody's starting to care. It's, Nobody. Are you sure about that? Off. You think people don't, don't care? It, 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 are you tuning in to watch it? It are went on too long. I'm not. Yeah, are you tuning in to figure I'm out? Cur- I'm curious, but you guys are right. I really, yeah, I really it, have not been watching. It, it went on too long, and it's so far spaced out. Where this yeah. is like every week they they interacting with each other, mm-hmm. and w- what I think is like cringy. We, we, yeah, we talk about with Sean um, Sean Michaels, and I think somebody said, "Yo, he's running back all his storylines." We seen the barbershop with the ding dong. <laughs> <here, laughs> That's <you know>. genius. <laughs> this right here screams him and Diesel. But in reverse order, because well, probably more so behind the scenes, because Diesel, Sean was jealous of Diesel, because like, dude, I've been here, but all of a sudden now you're the world champion, and what did he do? He went out there and, and gassed him on purpose at WrestleMania 11. So now we kind of see in this portrayal a little bit. If I still say if, allegedly, it's mellow. You know, and, and when you got throwing dragon off and dragon off look so like dragon off look like the child if you have like more than two children, and when that third child gets involved and they like look, I ain't had nothing to do with this. Why would you even say that? And right. that's what dragon off look like. Like get me in trouble. Really, yeah, it looks so genuine. <laughs> He's like, you know, <laughs> you know, you know better. I don't even I don't even roll like that. And meanwhile, you got mellow and trick. We ain't gonna talk about mellow. And his wrong leg that he was selling, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, I didn't even catch it. I didn't even catch <laughs> it. Oh no, he did it, bro. He did it because the wrong on purpose. It. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they, 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 he's a student again. He paid too much attention to detail, but that's to see if we was paying attention. You know, so all of this, just like man, and and let's be real. If I can get a little bit, as I do a, a show called Breaking Through Glass, it was uncomfortable conversations. We get a little bit uncomfortable. Been a while since we've seen like the brothers fight on the black on black crime because I don't call it a hurt business thing a fight. That was just Bobby destroying everybody. I'm mm-hmm. okay with the brothers fighting right here. I don't want to see it with the street profits. 
I don't want to see Angelo even get kicked to the curb. Yeah, because he's gonna this... get cut. <laughs> you know why you don't you know why you don't want to see the street profits? Because we know when they break up tag scenes at WWE, one is gonna disappear and the other is gonna flourish, or we know Angelo's gonna wander with another tag team partner in six months mm-hmm. because it's gonna be something else from the do. Versus this is two established single stars where Trick was the mouthpiece. Carmelo was the workhorse, you know what I mean? And, and then, that's another thing that was great hit at. I'm glad you brought that up. You brought it back. Because at the end of the day, I said Shawn Michaels and Diesel, right? Remember, behind the mm-hmm. scenes, Shawn Michaels was the vet. Diesel was new to the game. Same thing with Trick and Mello. Mello told us that um, during the um, WrestleMania week, like the that Trick would come in there, like when they went did a spot on the, on the main roster last year. He's like, Trick is like, yeah, yo, we got to go in there. We got to be be like, yeah, we'll let him know we here. We got to come in with our shades. He's like, whoa, you don't do that in Roman Reigns locker room. You go in here and be respectful. This ain't the fo- this ain't the league where you go into a locker room and you show everybody you good. This is a whole different ball game. So and essentially what you're seeing is like now Trick said he was a wrestling fan. He grew up an Attitude Era fan, but because he was pursuing a football career, that took. Mm-hmm. time and it took him away from wrestling so what i see is now like the same thing where like mellow like look i've been schooling you and i told you how to do this and now you getting ahead of me now nah, homie i gotta take you out so that's why this is good for business because we hear about this type of stuff on the dirties but they're simmering this and that's what i love about it they not just hot shot booking they slowly cooking because every week what are we doing Every Tuesday, you see Mello is innocent or Mello is guilty all over Twitter. And that's the difference between the devil storyline. Brother Hugh, this good for business or bad for business? Mello Hayes versus Trick Williams. Is this good for business or bad business for NXT? Dramatic pause. Is he frozen? Maybe he's in deep thought. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it, I mean. That's it. It's good for business brothers. You know how he talks. You know. It's, Hold on, wait a boom, minute. There you got it. Are you, there you go. Are you impersonating you bro, brother Hugh? The crazy part is, I don't. I want to know if anybody picked up on that because I got the graphic. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I want to be with the brother. Hugh was talking. <laughs> he, like, he got out of here. There you go. He, what do you? He, he said it was too good. He had to go. It was too much. What about you, brother Brandon? Good for business, bad for business. Brian, he says it's great for business. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's good for business because it's given us a compelling story to be invested in. And it's shown us why we should care. And it's kind of like, here you go, Brian. Here's a reference for you. You know, Captain America versus Iron Man. You know how you want to see who you know, side you well. are. Look at it. Because <laughs> <laughs> at like, some point you can feel like, uh-oh, did he do it or didn't he? Whose side mm-hmm. am I on? But from a business standpoint, the only reason I'm saying it's good and the story is selling itself because Trick figured out real quick how to catch on because we got kind of tired of the whole him gimmick. I am, you know, because remember at one point his entrance was really his gimmick and right. talking about Mellow True. Don't Miss. Sir, you just, I, that's why I hate when they do gimmicks like that Mellow Don't Miss, but you just lost. Or like Main True. Event Jey Uso. So you kicked off the show. All right, wait, I'm sorry, what? You get what I'm saying? Like, that's just comparison. But Trick Williams, when Booker T started hyping him up and them people mm-hmm. started chatting, whooped that. I said, oh, he's he's going to pass Carmelo just because he has the crowd participation. 
He has people wanting to see him in every space, uh-huh. no matter what he's doing. They uh, want, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like uh-huh. it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but he got people. He got the entertainment aspect down. Carmelo, you can only be with so much. I'm him. Look at me. You know, him, him, him. Mm-hmm. That's before people were like it was cool when you were fighting Braun Breaker because it was like okay, we want something different. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then it was like, okay, but people like Ilyanov and all Ilyanov was doing his sympathy, comes to the ring, and everybody was loving it. So now I am, for obvious reasons, it's always nice to have the two brothers in this space um, mm-hmm. because in that rest of the world, it's a smaller population of them. So to mm-hmm. see those two at the forefront, that yep. it's like, oh, this is what I want to tune in for, whether it's at the top of the show, middle of the show, the end. I want to see what's going on. And I feel like if we don't, we'll be like, oh, man, what happened? Did we miss something? Let me go check WWE um, YouTube channel and see if they have a backstage segment. Let's see if they got a bonus content. Are they going to be on the bump? You're going to start seeking mm-hmm. it out because you want to see what's going to happen. You want to see what, what's going to be said next. Are they going to reveal something else? I just Talk hope that it don't fall guy. into that. Yeah, I hope it don't fall into that problem that six months from now, we still haven't gotten the payoff. But who knows what the payoff can be because let's say Carmelo wins the United States title and mm. Trick wins the NXT championship. That's going to be a whole nother dynamic uh, with them too. Yeah. <laughs> and I honestly thought, I was like, oh, they they they, they fooled us and now Melo hurts so he ain't going to be able to make it. But then it's like, the doctor was like, yeah, you cleared. When have we ever seen a doctor, a doctor. <laughs> clear somebody <laughs> on TV? <laughs> that means you've been watching you watch watch way too long, mm. Brian H. <laughs> I think attitude era when who's trying to get out of the match. He was like, "No, it's nothing wrong with you." He was like, "No, no, but I'm so hurt." Who was, was that? The who was it? Was that, it wasn't. It sounded like some Christian would do, but I don't know. Yeah. Right, but it was Jericho. somebody didn't want to fight Steve Blackman, wasn't it? I feel like somebody oh. didn't want to fight Steve Blackman. Yeah. Was like, yeah. was I was about to say it sounded like a Jericho or Christian. It definitely sounded like. But but breaking news. What you got for us? Uh-oh. He made a comment earlier. I was waiting to see if we could address it. He said that's why Jade hasn't been on TV. Her mom um passed away. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. But, yeah, that's uh my prayers go out to her and her family. That's absolutely sheesh. That's heartbreaking, yeah. especially around the holidays. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, right. Right. And, uh, um... Oh, look at that. <laughs> hey. Hit the horn. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Willingham's inner out sports debate is back next week. So if you have not heard of Drew Willingham and Sir Toba Media, because the struggle is real to be awesome. The inner out sports debate, ladies and gentlemen, is back. Look up Drew Willingham and Sir Toba Media for more information. Shout out to our good brother, Drew. Congratulations. Who actually brother. changed the whole show format just for me because I don't know about the sports. Yep, that's why Brian always <laughs> news button every time you start talking about stuff. He's just like, nope, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Thank you. you know, like... Something about the MC Universe today. Oh no, know what it was? I think uh, yeah, it was Ben on the show, and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Brian's like, yo, it's not my warehouse, brother Hugh. Good for business, bad for business. Trick Williams versus Carmelo Hayes because it's coming. I mean, you already know it's good for business for the for the, the reasons that y'all stated. But my question is, mm-hmm. does Trick show up on SmackDown? No, time out. When you get the ECW belt back there? No, 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 no. Time out. <laughs> when did you get the ECW belt back there? 
No, you're not gonna. No, you're not gonna. I don't care about the show. You're not gonna gloss over that, bro. Where, where did it come from? Wait a minute. Where did it come from, Dory? No, because that's the purple. That's the purple ECW logo. I, no, I just noticed it. Time out, bro. That's the, that's said, no, right? Oh, that is a beauty. You oh. right there. Right there. Yep. Oh, no, he just said. <laughs> he just, he just, he just gave that one up, huh? Wow. Okay. All right. Sorry, just, good business, bad yeah, business. I got, I had a championship culture moment, but god dang, he just had that casual shit, man. I was like, no, nah, time out. Y'all keep doing this, bro. <laughs> just keep having new belts in the background. Oh, Brian, is you next? What you got back right. there, buddy? Right, I seen all what? No, nah, I seen now. Nah, I'm checking now, bro, because this is getting out of hand. Right. <laughs> all right. Hey, shout out to Keith in the building. Keith was at uh deadline. Oh, oh look, wow. yeah, look, look, look what he said. Look what he said. <laughs> look, he's not the only person. So I'm not. Yeah. Dang, Why does the Wayne always know his belt? Yes, everybody. He's always gonna notice the belt. That is Sorry, right. He I, noticed I, I it the first day we changed the intro. He noticed the belt in the intro. Right, the okay. first day he was like, "No, stop it. Where is it? We doing this right?" I was like, "What? See, see, did... You you only been working with him for a year and some change." I've been working for 12 right. years. I know this I stuff. Him, I, I used to give him Brad Edge's nerves, bro. Everything. Just like I used to give him the blues about that uh that ECW title he had that he just neglected. That joke was yeah. on the floor in the basement. <laughs> the Brian Belt. The 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 the, the Mark Henry. Right. The no, Matt that's Hardy the Brian Belt. It's not even it, nobody held it's Brian. That was belt. Brian Edge's first belt. And he, he was just, the champion for no, those two years. You have no sentimental value to that thing. He's the one started this whole streak. He was like day 2746. Of holding that mm-hmm. title and carried it proud. Like I got to a point, I was like, What are your belt? Why do you bring your belt? It didn't feel right without him. I, I held it for I said, bro, let me hold this for a week, bro. I he's like, yeah, I swear <laughs> to goodness. I just walk around my house. I'm telling we college students, no shame. Literally, I was my mom was like, What are you doing? Like nothing. I'm a champion. What do you expect? <laughs> anyway, sorry, brother. Yeah, I, I didn't even cut you tell, off. Brother. Tell them about the iconic winged eagle, because you know you, you, you might not have seen, but a championship culture. So Brandon hates that, but what a bench. Huh? I don't season one championship. <laughs> culture. This, this show is turned to like a championship culture advertisement because that Christmas had three all of y'all. So <laughs> Wing Eagle versus Big Eagle. Why the Big Eagle is better. Season what one championship culture playlist, <laughs> youtube.com wrestling around championship culture playlist, season one. Um what, what was what was the title of that show? The Wing Eagle, Eagle the Big, versus Big Eagle. Wing Eagle versus Big Eagle. Trust me, that was a debate you didn't want to miss. You want to see the brothers go at it. I said back <laughs> and Sorry, brother. Here. I all valid points in that show. Yeah. All valid points. And don't get me wrong. I have a respect for the belt after that show, Definitely. but I still believe that the big Good job, Brian. That you changed his mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Sorry, sorry, brother. Here, you see me off because sorry. you know uh, why? Because every belt has a story. Back to everybody you. A, everybody, every belt does have a story, especially those ones exactly. in those boxes. That's exactly. There. <laughs> but uh, I'm sorry. I didn't cut you off. You probably made. I'm probably made you forget your train of thought. But I, I'm. Oh, no, I no, I was just doing that kind of stuff. Just got. <laughs> just got belts. Go ahead, new belts go ahead. Right I'm now. just gonna like do that. it. I'm just gonna hold this right here while you talk. And the show. Now, right there. Okay. Now, now we get the troller. Now we get the troller. Okay. Go ahead, brother. You sorry? You're not gonna. You're not gonna grab the other strap. The other color. Stop it. Tell you good for business no. or bad for business. All right. <laughs> I like the white strap one better. I was asking. I was asking for story purposes. Would you have Trick show up on SmackDown? Oh, being that yeah. Melo is in that tournament now. 
Ooh, somehow they can boy. play it like look. Okay, I don't like look. I don't care. We can do that all night. Cost, <laughs> <you're saying. laughs> what the heck, bro? What y'all doing? Like, what's, that's, yeah, like what the y'all on, bro? <laughs> nah, everybody keep grabbing belts and stuff. Like, I mean, it ain't it ain't, it ain't that, but shoot. <laughs> I got something. God Why are you so aggressive? Nah, because everybody's <laughs> so I'm like, well, shoot. Like, right. god dang, we're gonna just why are you so aggressive though? All right, real quick, real quick. When did you get that, please? Can you just tell me when you got it? Brother Hugh. I had this for a while. How long have I had this, Brandon? So you... A couple months now? Probably like four or five. Did, months? did you just never you just never displayed it? You didn't have it in the background, nothing. It, it was in the background for a while. It was up top, but I took it down oh, okay. and like that wing eagle. In the back, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Absolutely. sorry, but those who are listening, it's uh, brother who just <laughs> casually brought it, <clears throat> excuse me, ECW championship belt to the forefront. <laughs> he said, the we, we go white spray. I'm not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's on belt, they got why is that white spray? <laughs> <laughs> oh, why is this happening? <laughs> why well, we like this? I don't know. This is just what it's been one of those weeks, man. And god dang it, we talk about the future. So it's obviously we're going to get Trick Williams versus Carmelo Hayes. Mm -hmm. Um, this Mm -hmm. is my last question I asked before we make a definitive. I want everybody's definitive answer of who is going to be who's the future of WWE at this next generation. Um, who needs the win the most? Trick Williams or Carmelo Hayes? It's because it's it's going to end up being what what you said, Brian. You're going to end up in a situation like Brett and Diesel. Where one guy's going to get the rub, but but the other guy could potentially be the one that gets over. Same thing with Brett and Davey, SummerSlam '92. Mm-hmm. That, that's tough. <coughs> excuse me. Who needs, who who needs to win? Exactly. Who that's... needs to win more? I think Melo, because Melo got to go to a different level. Heck no! Like you, you, you already said it. Trick yeah. already got the crowd. He's going to be okay in defeat. Well, what about what about the redemption story? Trick Williams is innocent. He he supported Carmelo Hayes in his worst days, mm-hmm. and Carmelo and Carmelo Hayes is pretty much just turned to a heel. I'm jealous and I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah, think he, he deserves a redemption? He do, but it's easy. It'll be easy to sympathize with Trick because, like you said, he's innocent. Melo, mm-hmm. in a sense, he's he he's like okay. If he loses, it's like, all right, then what? Been there, done that. You know, it's like I'm more like I'm more over than you and I'm better than you. I don't know. It, it's it's tough, but I just think Melo needs this because we we already know championships, been there, done that. He'll get some more. But a win in this situation. Can he it, carry that make momentum it, into, into, he, into the main roster? Or, yeah. or now, now being a heel going forward? Yeah, he had to. It'll be the second version of Austin Theory before Theory cooled off. Like when Theory like got reset by Triple H. Sure, he'll be like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. I like it. Anybody else? Anybody else? I think Trick will be alright in defeat, but mm-hmm. Carmelo needs to win more because Trick can mm-hmm. bounce back faster. If Melo loses, he might become a. I don't want to say after though, but it'll be like, why is he here? Trick can always rise and That's say, so okay, look what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, and so he needs yep. it to say he did it. And then redemption for Trick to keep, because everybody's going to cheer for him regardless. 
they're they got something they want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, they got something they want to see them. So I think that when it happens, that's where Melo moves off of NXT and Trick stays and flourishes mm-hmm. until he's okay. ready to move. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's got a long way to go. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm saying we can't because like the yeah. dance partners in NXT are there and they're mixing them up very well between Braun Breaker, Carmelo, Trick, Elaine Off, Burn Corbin. You know, there's a lot. And now you got Dijak and they put Briggs in a singles competition, which he should never been in a tag team anyway. But now mm-hmm. you're starting to see that they are can intertwine some dance partners where if one leaves, it's still a good branch there. Right. If mm-hmm. one is not there, it's still a good mix because their line made me say, oh, Braun Breaker is kind of still a big deal in the NXT space. So I, I think that Trick needs to lose this feud ultimately, but he's going to look like the bigger star due to him and Melo's blow off. Brother Hugh, who, who needs it like, more? I feel like Melo needs it right now because... Uh, Let's go with Melo. Brandon, Brandon alluded to it earlier. Um, his character is just kind of mellowing out right now. I mean, excuse the sure. point, but okay, like, okay, you, it's, yeah, it's, it's okay. kind of dry right now, and he needs he, something he needs new to rejuvenate his yeah. character, right? So, I that's why I think he needs it right now. And um, of course, like you said, Trick, he's over like crazy, so he can take. But the remember how Melo started? Right he came in a tournament. He was that mm-hmm. guy that was doing something different. And it was like, hey, he's here. And then it was like, Trick just appeared with him one day. And it was like, oh, his manager, his mouthpiece. You know what I mean? But then it was like, you've really seen the evolution right. of Trick Williams for the best. We really right. haven't seen that right. much mellow right. besides going from shorts to pants. No, that makes a lot of sense. And um... <laughs> the ring gear makes a difference, right? It does. Your, your your ring gear definitely um <clears throat> it can set the tone for your uh, just your overall look, your future. Because imagine if you know people don't remember, but uh, Shawn Michaels' first singles match was he was still dressed as a rocker, right? And uh, just mm-hmm. as a tag team, and it, right. it didn't click right, but he had to change his look, um, so on and so forth. But with that being said, who is the future of the WWE? Who who is the next superstar to kind of lead the brigade? Commercially, financially, all of the above. Now you, you you can name a handful of people. You can name one person or not, whatever. Okay, but this is this is this is we're wrapping up right here. This is the Piella resistance. Uh-huh. We talked about NST deadline. We talked about so much um, n- new and young talent that's kind of infused. That's that that's being groomed for the future. So mm-hmm. here's the million dollar question: Who is the future of the WWE? Oh, who wants to go first? Because I got a, I got a loaded answer. Y'all want me to give me my answer? Yeah, there's, and here's, I'll, I'll, I'll throw you guys a layup before you give a loaded answer. There's a handful of guys from back in the day that were chosen ones that end up being bust, mm-hmm. right? And then there were guys mm-hmm. that weren't handpicked that turned up to be superstars. Yep. You know, CM Punk, one of them. Daniel Bryan, another one of them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, guys like that, guys that were not chosen. But then you look at a guy like, um guy like uh, mark gingerack was was you know his athleticism and size he was supposed to be a player and he wasn't yeah he's supposed to be evolution he was the first one in evolution then he got did he get like the wellness violation or something yeah, he was, he was, when i put in batista 
him him and Randy Orton were hanging out with each other during that time period. So you you know you do the math. But that guy <laughs> <laughs> so dude, Randy, dude the, <clears throat> Randy. So, so th- there were a lot of guys that we thought, oh wow, this guy's supposed to be a big deal. And and, and he didn't turn out to be. And there's a lot of people that didn't you, you didn't think would be big deals, and now they are. So right. you think about our favorite superstars now and what he were in FCW at the time, and you think about um, you know, even back to the OVW dates, that famous class we hear about Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, John Cena, so on and so uh, Shelton Benjamin, um, you know, so on and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. Now we're watching this new talent develop, and I'm asking everybody, <laughs> who do you guys see as being up next? Who is the future of the WWE? And go. So I'm going to just say this quick statement. Mm-hmm. It's funny because do you remember Roman Reigns in NXT? No. no. Barely. But he was one of those people that was chosen, but look where he is now. We remember mm-hmm. Seth, first champion, chosen one. He didn't do the same thing that Roman has done. He hasn't mm-hmm. been the main event player like Roman, but he was the main event in NXT. So when I say that, I, I think it was a product of the environment, as in Vince McMahon was running it, and it being the one to break out of the shield, turn on him, because he had Mm. the most interchangeable character. But yet, we got this big baby star, Roman, that we're going to keep making, right? With Triple H in charge now, he's trying to correct all the stuff that he probably wanted to put in place to build these superstars the way that they should. That's why I'm happy that finally figured out what to do with Bronson Reed, and what you call it, with... um, Ivar going at it alone because Eric is the one injured, right? It's giving you something yeah. to do. It's giving them something else to do, right? But I think the next superstar or the next breakout star is going to be literally, Sean, give me the roster, flip them over. We're going to see all of those people transition over, and you're going to have a Seth Rollins in the space like a Randy Orton is. You're going to have a Roman Reigns in the space like, I hate to say, like The Rock. It's going to be that type of star power that's going to come back and help this NXT roster be the main roster of people because all of them have that potential right now. Because I don't see any that would just automatically just flop. Even somebody like Axiom, they put him with Dragon Lee. It was a good showcase, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I kind of forgot about him. And then it was yeah. like, oh yeah, he's. I forgot he can do that. You know what I mean? It was kind of like a thing where it's like. Everybody has a purpose with the right dance partners. And I think WWE, as they start transitioning the superstars that we love right now mm-hmm. into those legend status like a Randy Orton, a Daniel Bryan, a John Cena, a all these big mega stars are gonna they're gonna transition to that. Cause let's call it what it is. Cody, uh Roman, Seth, they're all gonna be those type of people sooner than what we know. If they're on a part-time schedule, they're going to be on those levels of break yeah. the seal and bring them in when we need a big, but we have this roster of people. So I think they're going to push some of those stars to that point and bring the other ones up because can you imagine a Becky Lynch coming back to fight Tiffany Stratton in three to five years and Becky's going off doing movies and come back and say, oh yeah, I can mix it up with her one more time. But a Tiffany Stratton is still wrestling a Chelsea Green on there, a Bailey coming back saying, oh, yeah, I got this as a part-time schedule. Bianca being that person in the limelight. All these people are there, 
Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair dominating the women division as they are now, but in a different light, as in like what the mega superstars are doing. Does that make sense? It does make sense, but you're dancing around. Exactly. No, I, said, no, around, no, I, said, I said the roster. That's cheating. Because no, everybody, that's, that no, is cheating. everybody who's on the roster. Brandon, who's going to be WrestleMania? Who's going to be WrestleMania? See, you should ask that. You just said, who's the next? Who's the main of WrestleMania? I, yeah, but I mean, but you you talk about the whole roster. You got to get specific. The people want to know who the guy think is going to be up next. NXT, get it? Next, you can put it on paper. Put it on the record. Who put is going to main event WrestleMania? Come back to me, brother. Here, see, <laughs> he, see how he gave that whole speech, and then he talking about come back. You to didn't me. ask about you asked about main event WrestleMania. I did because I and thought I, you would at least be a little more straightforward. What you said was true. Don't get me wrong, but I'm like, wait a minute, though. You copping out? Answer the question. Who's going to main event WrestleMania? Uh, I had a I had an answer uh, similar to Brandon's, and I was just going to talk about the women. Go division. ahead, by all means, and how <laughs> how great they are, and uh, stars, potential superstars coming out of just the women in NXT in general. I was about to say, oh, I see them you. coming up. You, mm -hmm. you said what? I was about to say, watch how you talk about the. the I was about to say, watch how you talk about the influx of new women. You know what happened last time? Uh, Sir Wilkins talked about the influx yeah. of new women's yeah. talent to the main roster. <laughs> That's why I'm taking my time. Trying to, like what I, mean? I did there, that was good, wasn't it? <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. But you start yeah, mixing the two, cool. the two, uh, the two divisions. Mm -hmm. You start mixing the two divisions, and that's like one big bowl of just just megastars all together like you had Roxanne Perez sure. coming up you, uh, uh Tiffany Stratton's um even to people like or some buzz last legend great I see her yeah, as a great mid carter or mid high level you know elite car you know like so you just have a good mixture of women talent that's potentially the best women's division in wrestling right now that you can have to deal with but um as far as the men Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. It's hard to who's made, who can make Who's made it WrestleMania? Who's made it? I mean, I think I think Braun Brick is gonna get his chance, of course, for the for the obvious reasons. You think you think he's that good? I would say he'll make it will be mellow. When did Braun Breaker become a black man? Hey, so the tanning bed, man. He got that Hogan tan. You saw, <laughs> I was saying, wait a minute, why you look like you did I miss something? Yeah. I mean, he has the look. He has he has the charisma. I mean, he, he's there. I like, Brian but um, I think Melo. I think Melo. You got to remember too, Melo. He's good behind the scenes. From what I hear, remember if you you watch you that documentary with Cody Rose. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah the guy. Yo, That's true. From what I understand, like he's good behind the scenes. Might get that push too, and he might end up being. But of course, he has to. You know, progressing whatnot and enhance his skills, but yeah, I mean, out of those two, as far as men, Mello and then Brun Breaker, I can't really think of anybody else besides well, Trick. I feel like he just needs a little bit more work he's, right he's now, a, yeah, but eventually he will be there too. But as far as megastar, that those are the two that come to mind right, right off top. I mean, you're but not man. in bad company because you're not because that's what Triple H and Shawn Michaels chose to rebuild NXT around. You know, we, mm -hmm. we, we were kind of mad with the new look of nxt until we found out like nah this was this was kind of planned like triple h made it clear like yeah we're going to rebuild everything around you and braun we got to hit the reset button so um 
I think I think those are the obvious choices that if one right now I see one versus the other. But uh, let's see what Keith Jenkins has to say. He says, I'm going to say the next face of the company isn't on a WWE roster right, roster right now. I don't see anyone right now being the flag bearer. And that's mm. that's 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 not bad assessment, though. You know, because that's a conversation that's that needs to be had. Yeah. Thank you, Keith Jenkins. That's a conversation that needs to be had. That needs to be had sometimes, you know. Ten, ten, ten years ago, who 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 was at FCW roster? Who who do we say was going to like Randy event WrestleMania then? It was nobody on that roster who said, oh, no, nah, this guy's going to be, a, you know, mm-hmm. Dusty and them new Dusty Rules already had his mind made up who was going to be the one. You got it. You can't sell it. You can't buy it. You got it. Brian H. I'm going to tell you this. Because mm-hmm. I know what you're asking. You're saying, look at this and look at somebody who's just raw and, and, and pick out from there, you know, so I, I do like the prototype. Yeah, I like no, Melo he wouldn't be him. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, facts, you know. Uh, I like Melo and Braun. I think that's a story that goes, they they essentially, they're going to be married to each other. They're going to fight forever because the chemistry is there. Um, but just to pick out some other names, I like Josh Briggs. Big country, big, strong dude. I think he's going to be a main event player. Remember him and Evolve? Mm-mm. I <laughs> watched too much Evolve. I know it was it was there, but I just, I didn't watch it. Um, him and Austin Theory had some good matches. See, there you go. You know, the king of Evolve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I see him, right? The women, definitely Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton is, you know, aesthetically, it's easy to say, oh, Mandy Rose, Trish Stratus, you know, insert lady with blonde hair. But she is her own person and she carries herself. You know what I mean? She, she, tra- she trained under the Gagne's, you know, so she knows what she's doing. Um, so she's she's on my list. I like Lash Legend. Lash we're seeing is somebody who they're gonna, you know, you you got Jay Cargill. I know we said we got her, but I don't see them necessarily putting them two together just yet. I think we got a long ways to go because you're gonna have those those matchups. The same thing which you're gonna get when it's time with Rhea and Bianca. You know what I mean? Um but I re- I also really like Thea Hale. I like her a lot. Oh, yes. She's coming uh, to her own. She? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I- I'm looking at her. Uh, and, uh, um, you know, I can never get her. Liar Valkyra, I like her. It's a reason why Becky put her over. You know, um, she's somebody it's that I can definitely. It's a reason Mommy put over Blair Davenport, as we can see. Mm-hmm. That is true. And, uh, and of course, if we're going with names. Of course, I'm going with my girl Roxanne Perez. <laughs> Did you not over think I was going? I was about to say the same thing. You feel Cora Jade? I like both of them. I was going to say more, Cora. Who's, who's more seasoned to you right now? Right now, uh, character-wise, Cora. Wrestler-wise, Roxanne. Come on, man. There's a wrestling realm. You know, character matters. <laughs> but 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 see, and, but see now, Roxanne been doing. I've been vocal about how she needs to go to another level and she's not disappointed. She's been taking every yeah, time taking. I turn around. And, and and here's the difference. I'll say this because it would be cheating to say all the women, but I will say this. When the four horsewomen were down there, you had the four horsewomen and then you had everybody else. They were still mm-hmm. relevant. Your Carmellas, your um, Alexa iconics. Bliss. 
See, yeah, Alexa Bliss. You want to Alexa Emma? Bliss is a whole different person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, yeah, Emma. Ember had just came. All right, Emma was there, but Ember Moon had just came, right? No, nah, Ember Ember wasn't there she yet, was and I wouldn't, and I wouldn't even dare. She would have been above them, considering everything she had already did on um, Independence, right? But you had them. Then the next crop with Ember Moon with Shayna. They was, you know, you saw more stars coming together, right? But this group, we've seen them all develop. So it's not just like you got these four horsewomen, then you got everybody else. You can insert and pull people out at any time, you know, Absolutely. insert this one, insert that one. So that's one level up. But, you know, and so you're seeing a lot of people. Low advice. Lola Vice is another one, but I tell you who's another guy that I saw the other day who gonna be who's raw or Obi Femi. You know, oh, yeah. he's he's I think he's straight from Alabama, straight from the football field. He's got a look, but you have a different look. I trust this these trainers, these these the people down there who will get him ready that we won't see another Mason Ryan. Or we won't see another ride back. That you know they'll have him set. He'll be his own different person. And man, you know they they in they in good shape, man. I'm I'm excited. I like what they said. Montez, uh, he's on the main roster, but Montez Ford is a future star. That's a. I'm gonna say Grayson Waller too. Mm-hmm. Oh, Grayson yeah. Waller's gonna be a player. Wait, wait till next yeah, week. He's going. Wait, wait till wait till. I mean next next week. Uh, February when they go to um <laughs> uh go to Dylan's. Oh yeah, all well, Dylan. Sure. They, don't, sure. they don't go over the perf. He said oh, they don't go over there. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but what about um, Nathan Frazier yeah. and Charlie Dempsey? I think they they diamonds in the rough. Mm. Oh I yeah, like I, I like I like yeah. Nathan Frazier a lot. I'm a guy. I got a hot okay. take. Charlie gonna be a bigger. Uh, um, uh, we're gonna like Charlie more as a wrestler than we did his father. Really? I see that? And in in he got more personality. Bingo. Oh, yeah. William Regal was funny in the Attitude Era, and then we he kept we loved him as an authority figure. But boy, what's how like when Lord Stephen Regal and all stuff like ill, and maybe we just wasn't accustomed to the British wrestling, stuff yet. Wrestling purist love, yeah, not the casual fan. But bingo, bingo, yeah. you know. Now, you know, I ain't saying that to his hand. I shook his hand. That's the only time I ever felt like he was going. He could have broken yeah. if he wanted to. And I'm like, yeah, right, but you know, but no, right. I respect him, but I think we're gonna like his son as a wrestler and character more because he's gonna be more, more U.S. season. There you go. Yeah, yeah. He's not gonna become such a British strong style type type. You know what I mean? He's not gonna do my bad stuff. He played. He, he right. He did shot put. I'm sorry. Uh, she said he didn't play football, but I know he's like you know straight. He's straight from athletics. Uh, Obi Femi. Oh, he was part of the um, level up program, right? Yeah, okay, but I, I guess in my question to you, uh, brother Allen, do you think mm-hmm. that these stars having that second run are going to bounce back to the main event like a Dijak or Baron Corbin? These stars that went back down, mm. or are they going to just stay there? <laughs> I think they will eventually, you know what I mean? But <clears throat> I think as wrestling fans, we we take the timeline of success and we kind of drag it away. Like, look at Cody right now. Cody, when Cody first started, right, 
even at a height of his celebrity or his height of oh while Cody made it, he was the intercontinental champion. I don't mm-hmm. think there was ever a point that I see him now, even when he left and went to the independence to try to find himself, that I said, oh, no, nah, this guy's going to come back and be a megastar and lead the company. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it, sometimes it just it takes those later runs. You look at... Um, Drew. Yeah, you look at guys like... Um, you look at... who, who who's, who's a guy that, like, he kind of... Look at JBL. JBL's a good example. He's a guy mm-hmm. that you look the first maybe five, six, seven, eight, nine years of his career. <laughs> there's nothing about that. that makes, yeah, like there's nothing about that. Like there's nothing about Justin Hawk Bradshaw. There's nothing about Blackjack Bradshaw. And even to a degree, it's nothing about APA Bradshaw to make you go, oh, this guy's going to be a Hall of Famer as a world sure. champion, mm, as, as right. one of the greatest heels to ever do this. He would he would have been a babyface APA guy and respect his cowboy gimmick stuff before. Like he, he would have been fine with that. Mm, you know what I mean? But like, look. Hall of Famer. Late into his career, like I said, he now he's a Hall of Fame. Like late into his career, he had a run. You know what I mean? And I shave your that, mustache and boom. It just changed, like who? First of all, at that That's age, like you Cowboy just had the gimmick. You know? Yeah. Like literally, not the Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, Eddie Guerrero's another one. You yeah. know what I mean? Like those those guys yeah. just had those runs later. Like, um, who who's another one? Like some guys had those runs yet those runs early. Like like Dolph Ziggler. Uh, no disrespect to you, brother. You. Dolph Ziggler had his eyebrow run. go up. His mm-hmm. eyebrow went up. Yeah, that's the zigzag. He had a <laughs> run early. Like, oh yeah, he's he's young. Let's get him going early. But then after a while, when he got older, mm-hmm. he's got to like he's out to WWE right. now. And I think if he stays, is like he calls his own shots. He could be a bigger superstar than he. Like he has a second run. Um, even Hollywood Hogan, right now he's a situation that's maybe different okay. because he was already huge. But he went he went to the top and literally fell all the way down to the bottom. I mean, pasta mania was a thing. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and he was still you know, world champion. Jimmy, that's the crazy Jimmy, part. Jimmy Hart. I mean, because because the people they used Hulk Hogan at one point. It's because commercially he was still a success, but as a wrestler, mm-hmm. Jimmy Hart said we were getting booed out of arenas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden he becomes Hollywood, and he has a second ring. He almost, he almost has two careers. You know what I mean? That's why he the goat. Um, even <clears throat> I got like PCO. You know what I mean? Oh mm. Who would have thought that he would have had that second surgery? Right. I just seen some stuff with him from the Attitude Era. The, the, like, the, 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 the brawl for all. He was in the brawl for all. Exactly. Like, like, like yeah, how do you go was, from yeah. that to all of a sudden? Now it's like he, he was one of Ring of Honor's most shocking superstars, and then he transitioned to TNA. He became a, you know, like the and, and main they, event player. And and they're proud. He was a, a champion, and they were proud to say we resigned him. Like this dude. Had a second run, his career should have been over, like in, in terms of his age, his body at work. But you know, he says think... Lex Luger. That's interesting, especially considering he was the top guy in WCW NWA, had to come to WWD's high expectations, flops, and then goes back to WCW, different attitude, and boom, he's he you know, he was the top guy. Hmm? Yeah. And it, it, that's it's you know, just, I wasn't a fan of Lex Luger. Yeah, he's he's not a total package guy. I feel the same way about guys like Dijak, and I feel the same way about guys like Corbin. They're gonna have to wait there because they're not there yet. But like you know, once you're established name, you know what I mean. I believe more in Dijak than Corbin getting back to the main roster because I think we yeah because we haven't really seen anything from Dijak. You know what I mean? Because his main roster role was just um, uh, what do you call it? Retribution. Mm -hmm. Mm Hmm. 
It'll we, he needs Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and that's Lee's another thing. Of course, he needs his dance partner, Keith Lee. So I think the Mark Henry, another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mark Henry went from just uh, you know, uh, he invested so much money in him. Sexual chocolate too. He went from a side. He went to a sidekick, like you said, to sexual chocolate to almost the funny man. And then late in his career, he had more title runs. Remember when they signed him? He was he was this big deal because he was fresh off the Olympics. Yeah, and it was was always eight. Yeah, bingo. And he he was still won't compete. Remember, he wanted. He still was able to compete in those competitions. Mm-hmm. To literally be the world's strongest man, he had a fat contract because they paid him like a former athlete. He's yeah, like, you know, he's like he's like I was a guy just coming to learn. He said a lot of guys were mad because I was getting guaranteed money, like I was getting <laughs> big money contracts, and you know, and he carried he, that all the way he didn't through. Even, wasn't even a gold medalist. No, he wasn't. He was nope. just he, he was just, just a, Amer- he just American representation. Yeah, yeah. He he um I think he he um he 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 messed up during the Olympics. I think like he dropped like one of the weights or something. Mm-hmm. And then but he yeah, has all the pain run. Like, come on. Also, I, I also got through. If we were talking about somebody from the main roster, I don't want to go too deep in it, but mm-hmm. just the one person. Sure. My boy, Dominic, Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. He's going to be a player. Good. He's a player right now. That mm-hmm. means he ain't, ain't but 20 something years old. Exactly. Right? Somebody said the ruthless aggression era, nobody gets uh, booed. That's what Kaz was saying the other day. He said, you look at these people now, they reach that status where nobody wants to boo them. And somebody quote to you and said, yeah, you got to add Dominic Mysterio. He was the ruthless aggression era. He was what they said is the big, the uh, one of the longest running vets on the roster because he was. He told me he said, even as a young man, I knew I was supposed to get paid. I knew it was about the money. So his dad said, "Hey, you want to do this? Well, you know, you know they're gonna pay you, right?" Well, I did. What do I just put my hands on the ladder? (laughs) And that pop he got. Oh yeah, people like first of all, everybody lived through him like he was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, this story's getting even more real. Like you see this dude, and he had them innocent baby right. eyes. He just like looking up and grabbing, up, grabbing up and, the, and with the blonde tips on his hair. Right. And Steph just reminded me, who's his first opponent? I mean, who do he get first? CM Punk in L.A. Yeah, it, for the house show during the tour. They trust him, you know. Randy working with him said, you know, he's better ahead of the game. Everybody said, uh great things about it. I, I was watching uh you know impulsive with um uh, mm-hmm. randy orton raved about yeah having, having the opportunity to one. work with yeah it was really good he mm-hmm. just raved about having the opportunity he said because ray looked after me he said he's like you know and i know i know randy orton values that is because he was a knucklehead mm-hmm. you know and he said ray was one of those guys that just like you know kind of pulled him along like i i get it young fella i know you're acting a fool right now but <laughs> he was like man ray he said ray always looked out for me so just to have the yeah, generations having the business in your blood, both of them. Facts. You know, Ray being obviously second, third, gener- second generation, Randy being third generation. It's like, all right, cool. And now it's like, you know, it's kind of he, he's paying the favor back. You know, did y'all check out before we get out of here? Did y'all check out Seth Rollins' interview with SI Media? No, no I missed that. Oh, that's a good one. You, you, you re- he really gets into what, what happened with him and Punk. Is, is, it, is it a video? Uh, I think they do got a video. Um, I listened to it on the way to uh, to the in, in the gym the other day, but I do think it's a video. I, yeah, if I find it, I look forward to see. See, yeah. Seth Rollins out here selling tickets to WrestleMania. Yeah, and oh, this yeah. was before I heard it before yeah. Raw. Okay, oh. so he was setting the, he was planting the seeds for you. Yeah, no, he like didn't. he probably did the interview the week before, mm-hmm. probably in between last Raw and this Raw. Even wow! Though, but yeah, he was definitely he knew what he doing. Oh no! When he when he, when he got on that microphone and he started to talk about WrestleMania, I said, "Oh, there he is! He's selling his tickets." 
Like we thought Roman is going to be the, the like no offense, but I think CM Punk might have a bigger main event than our Roman this year because if we get Cody Roman too, I've seen it already. Yeah, and, and people are kind of yeah. ready for Cody. Like we're like, and, and don't get me wrong, we're primed and we're ready, and you know people kind of <laughs> disgruntled. Roman's going to make it up. Roman's going to make it every time I get bored with the idea of Roman. Roman does something different now than he's than he's never done before. Is mm-hmm. he he yeah. puts on a performance of a lifetime to be yeah. like, okay, yeah, this is worth it. Like he just hit inter- the stuff we used to complain about the interactions with the with the, the fans, the camera, the wise man. I was like, yeah, he's he's making me he's forget like, about. I'm going to come back to the city. That's so stupid. When he said that, I said, oh wow, mm-hmm. and he he knew the camera was right there. Too. I said, mm-hmm. wow. Like he said, he knew. <laughs> I think. I- I think it was Logan Paul's uh, show or somebody's show because uh, he was saying he know like the, they got the best camera people. He said, so I can use that as an element. Oh, he said, we yep, used to yep, do that yep, on a yep, football yep. field. So, you know, he, he talked to the camera. That time when he walked up there, he said, I'm the best man. But I'm still, I'm still. Impromptu promo, yeah. Yeah. But when he was on uh, one of the late shows, he had both of the belts. And he was like, a year ago, you were here with just that belt. This mm-hmm. year, you're here with both belts. Which one is He was like, this is my baby. I yeah. made this special, and he was pointing to the Universal title. I was like, "Oh yeah, well, made the Universal." And he was like, "Yeah, this I made this special. This is the belt that everybody wanted to see. When I won this, mm-hmm. this became mine." And he, I was like, "They kind of did make the Universal title." I hated, title I hated that blue belt. Different. And then all of a sudden, right. I said, "God dang, that belt is so important. Now. It's not so bad." <laughs> I'm like, I think I need it now. And the Tribal Chief will be on SmackDown on Friday. I can't oh, wait. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mm. Oh, no. he, he speaks <laughs> money makers, man. There's so many money makers, money makers, mm. money makers. Like I, I love like, Solo is gonna right be now. a money maker. Solo gonna Bro. be a oh a thousand there. percent. Oh yeah, so, come on now. He, he wears shoes now too. He, 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 he looks like Samoa Joe. He's got he's <laughs> yeah. the next. He's the next. Samoa I didn't realize Joe. that. I was trying to figure out who boots those. Were. I was like, why do you look Bro, so funny? Looks like Samoa Joe. Samoa, shout out to Samoa Joe involved in that devil storyline. And uh, MJF got attacked, and he was in the ring. Is Tony Khan really about to strip them out of the tag belts? I hope. I can't keep up, man. I just, I just like guys. I, I just like, I like certain guys. I like guys on on the shows, man. Like I can't even. I don't know, man. <laughs> I can't get into the show. It's just like the well, fact I that just, they add another belt is still beyond me. And yep, this is for right. the belt guy. The glo- the the, glo- <laughs> the global title. Oh man! Wait, so they added another IWGP. belt. Bro, that's yeah, IWGP bro. is going to have the global. Yeah. Okay, so they're having the triple crown. Oh yeah, the, the triple the triple crown. Uh, the IWGP New Japan announced that they're um, yeah, they they're they're they it's the no more United States Championship, so they're merging the kind of to the Intercontinental Championship, United to the uh the the uh, what do you call it the Global Championship, Global Heavyweight Championship because they wanted to be more focused than just at the press conference. He said something more than just United States, Japan. They want to be all over them. So it was like for Europe. It looked like the belt they're gonna take everywhere. Like it's gonna be the one that says he they'll fight the New Japan Strong and IWGP. It'll float. That's my takeaway from it. It looked like they're saying, "Oh, this is gonna be everywhere." It's 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 the expansion belt. It's the belt mm-hmm. where they say, "Okay, let's let's uh let's take this belt around the world as we try to take New Japan from being a, a strictly Japanese product and make it a more of a global product." So, you know, just to preserve the lifeblood of the company because things are changing. But um, but we're to wait that long. It's January fourth. Yeah, Ola Ospreay, um, Moxley, and David Finley. So you know, two AEW guys and one New Japan guy. They'll give yeah. it to Mox probably, so he Freaking can be on AEW with another belt. 
Re- Wrestle Kingdom is right around the corner, man. We're starting off fresh. We're starting for the new year. And then Okada come to WWE. He's got he's got to stop in TNA first. He's got some unfinished business mm-hmm. there. He said. Um, <laughs> but the, 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 to me, it's all a chess match. I think these guys are like trying to get as much American television exposure as they can before they make their real moves. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, but gentlemen, this has been an excellent discussion. We today, like I said, uh, thanks, shout out to everybody that got involved in the conversation and helped us figure out who is the future of the WWE. As we uh, we have to talk about the future because I think the future of the WWE is going to play a major part in uh, the World Rumble this year, and we will. We will. We have yet to see how this will unfold, but as we inch closer and closer to this year's Royal Rumble, well, really, I guess next year's Royal Rumble in 2024, um, it it kind of it kind of sets the tone. It sets the shape for what we'll be moving towards in regard to the road to WrestleMania. With that being said, um, follow us on all social media platforms at Wrestling Realm. Like, subscribe, and engage in a conversation with us as usual. Uh, championship culture youtube.com slash the wrestling realm championship culture playlist um patreon.com slash the the wrestling underscore realm don't forget ladies and gentlemen we have a special holiday episode of championship culture unwrapping happiness with the brand (laughs) (laughs) with brandon the guy got it that's right there will be some uh christmas has come early for the wrestling realm and championship culture has uh some surprises for us they said this is guaranteed to make us happy so yes this this tuesday 8 p.m at its normal time slot um i hope this goes viral i'm sure this picture will show up with the link and the ad for everything but um Why is special holiday like episode that? just it's perfect for uh what do you say <laughs> you say why is his face like that so it looks like yeah hey, uh, give me a picture of the bell king with a santa claus head that's smiling. a real face i made that face <clears throat> Not, not clearly. And, and guess what? That face has made this graphic. So, uh, special holiday episode of Championship Culture this Tuesday. Please. He's going to be unboxing some things. You know what that means? That means a new, it's got to be belts. What else would it be? The prelude to season two, which will be on now officially January 23rd, is a week after the original date. Um, special episode, nice mega action, action packed episode mm-hmm. as uh, the Bell King uh, unveils some new championship belts, uh, something he had a hand in. And, uh, Something very special. So if you are looking to catch up on season one, don't forget youtube.com slash wrestling round playlist championship culture. We will be back here next week once again as we take the next step on our road to Royal Rumble and we take the next step on the road to WrestleMania. So join us next week, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting out of here. We appreciate you all. We will catch you next time. We're going to laugh at Brandon and his Santa Claus hat once again. Peace. Mr. Water. Houston, we have a problem. Yeah!